Hello, hello, Power Bankers. I'm your host, Jacqueline Swilly, and you're listening to Power Banking, the podcast for women leaders in male-dominated industries. Hello, hello, Power Banking family. Let's hop into today's episode. So when you make decisions as a leader, what filter do you use to make decisions? And when I say filter, I mean, what process do you use to make everyday leadership decisions? Well, if you're not using a filter, don't worry, I got you. I'm going to share with you a couple of the tools that I use and tools that I teach in our trainings at the Zero Gap headquarters in Dallas, Texas. Also, if you do use a filter already, you have a process that you use to make decisions. My hope is that this episode will give you additional tools so that you can enhance your decision making process as a leader. So first things first, oftentimes as leaders, we want to make decisions quickly, but we don't always have the luxury to gather all of the information. One of the things you've heard me say before, and I firmly believe this, information is power. The more you know, the better informed decisions you can make. And as a leader, that is what we aspire to do, make decisions with the best available information. So how do you determine what's the best available information? Well, you use the data that is available to you at any given time. So depending on your level inside of your organization, whether you're mid-level or you're working towards an executive level, you're going to have access to various information. Now, this is how you use that information to make decisions. You look at what needs to get done. And oftentimes you can look at what is required for you to get your annual bonus. And you can also look at the special assignments that you are assigned to so that you know where to focus your attention. When women leaders are working towards big goals, I want you to be aware that you don't fall into the trap of locking into committees or office housework that don't offer you the visibility that you need to achieve your long-term career goals. And so when you think about your career aspirations, where you want to be in the next stage of your career or the stage after that, your actions should be aligned to that. So when you're making decisions, you want to keep your long-term career aspirations in mind, but how does this affect your day-to-day? Well, that brings us to our first system. The first system that I'd like you to consider is flow. F-L-O-W. So in my latest book, Don't Leave Money on the Table, Negotiation Strategies for Women, I share what the acronym means. Facts over feelings is F. Leverage opportunities to listen and learn. Be open to new possibilities and W, know when to walk away. 
So as you're making decisions, use that FLOW acronym to help you to make sure that you are moving swiftly in your decision-making process. But first and foremost, you're capturing the relevant data, which means the facts. So facts over feelings. When you're getting the facts, you can use a variety of sources, whether they're internal or external. Make sure you're using trusted sources. Now, when we say facts over feelings, one of the things that comes to my mind is that sometimes we have a feeling, a gut feeling, which is our intuition. And when you're making decisions based on intuition, and I know a lot of you do make decisions based on your intuition, because I'm talking to y'all one-on-one outside of the podcast, Here's what I say. You do want to trust your gut, but make sure your gut is informed with facts. So if you have an experience with a certain business partner and this business partner, they consistently deliver late. They're not giving you what they say they're going to do. They have a lot of excuses. If your gut is telling you, you know what, this next big project, we may not want to use this person because this has been our consistent experience. I think it's really relevant to go with your intuition there because data backs that up. On the other hand, if you have a partner who is consistently on time, they're consistently going above and beyond, and your gut is telling you, uh, don't trust this person, they might be late, then you have to ask yourself why. You know, I want to put the facts over the feelings in this situation. If the facts are they consistently deliver on time or ahead of schedule, and they go above and beyond, what is it that is leading me to believe that this one time they're going to be late? Now, if you can say, well, on this particular project, things have been different from the past, et cetera, et cetera, move forward. But if you don't have that information, if they've done everything perfectly to the T, to your satisfaction or better, then that's a case where you override that gut feeling. But on the flip side, There are times when you should not override your intuition, and that is when data has proven to you over and over again that things are delayed, they're not on time, they're not up to your standards of excellence, okay? So the next thing is leverage opportunities to listen and learn, and this is a part of the filter that you're using to make decisions. So in the FLOW acronym, we have facts over feelings, understanding when to override that intuition and when not to override it. The second part is leverage opportunities to listen and learn. So whenever you have an opportunity to talk to someone face to face, video chat or over the phone, go into that conversation prepared with open ended questions and open ended questions. They're expansive. They can't be answered with a yes or no. And they allow you to gather more information. Remember, information is power. The more you know, the better informed decisions you can make. So you should consider the who, what, when, where, and why so that you can form open-ended questions in any conversation. The next thing is, well, let me recap. Facts over feelings, number one, leverage opportunities to listen and learn. And then three, which is O, be open to new possibilities. So what this simply means is think outside of the box for solutions. Don't back yourself into a corner. Be open to being expansive and doing things in a way that you've never done before. If you can get to a resolution from a different angle, you want to do that. And number four, 
which is know when to walk away. Every situation is going to be unique. In some situations, you can't get the desired result that you want. And in those cases, you have to be able to accept that and know that it's okay for me to walk away from the situation because I've done everything in my power with the information that I had available to make a decision. And if I can't ultimately get the result that is going to be in benefit of the organization, the team, and my career, then in this instance, I will walk away. So when you walk away, you want to be mindful of when to burn a bridge and when not to burn a bridge. And I want to deviate just a tad bit here on this part of the episode, because when you're walking away, I've been told to never burn a bridge. But what I have learned over time is there are certain times in your life where you have to light a bridge on fire, where you have to stand firm in your boundaries. In an instance where maybe you weren't standing in your worth as a leader when you were letting people walk over you at one point or another when you have demonstrated to someone that you had no boundaries in the past and now you are establishing healthy and professional boundaries if someone is used to taking advantage of you or your leadership are using you to get what they want without having a mutually beneficial relationship it is time to light that bridge on fire And I know that's not going to be popular advice, but let me tell you something. You have to get into a rhythm as a leader of understanding who you are in your leadership, owning the value that you add, owning the power that you have, and using that so that you can achieve the company objectives, the team objectives, and also, and very importantly, your personal leadership objectives. So if you're being used over and over again, burn that bridge. Now, on the other side of that, there are some instances where just things aren't working out this time. But in general, this is an overall healthy professional relationship. You don't want to burn that bridge. So when you walk away from something, you use all of the professional courtesies that are available to you. And you extend grace to that person. And you say, I'd love to work with you next time. But this time it doesn't seem like we're in alignment. So let's pump the brakes for now. Inside of my book, Don't Leave Money on the Table, I share with you all that sometimes a no just means not yet. So keep that in mind. So that's the FLOW acronym. Now, another filter that we use, and this is often an after the fact, after a big win or after a quarter, after a project, after a significant loss, we use the AHA method. So the AHA method is an acronym. Again, I love acronyms. A-H-A. What is your attitude, habits, and actions surrounding a project or proposal, the quarter, the month, etc.? When you go through the filter saying, what is my attitude or my team's attitude towards this? What habits do we exhibit on a regular basis? And what are the actions that take that drive the results that we want? So when you're constantly reviewing that at the end of the quarter, at the end of the project, at the end of the year, what you're able to do is pull out the best practices and find things that aren't working to your advantage and eliminate those in the future. So when it comes to decision making, use the FLOW acronym as well as the AHA acronym. Both I go in depth on inside of 
don't leave money on the table. But those are the tools that you'll use to enhance your leadership decision-making ability. So if you have any questions about this, make sure you send me a message in the Power Banking Facebook group or on LinkedIn. You know I love LinkedIn. I hang out there often. So I'm happy to answer any follow-up questions that you have to this episode. Again, my name is Jacqueline Twilley. If you know a woman who works in a male-dominated industry, share this podcast episode with her. And until next time, continue to emulate excellence and eliminate excuses. Real quick before we go, if something in this episode resonated with you, let me know. Hop on LinkedIn And just let me know what part really connected to you. Give us a screenshot of you listening, which truly appreciate that, as well as a five-star rating and a review. If you thought it was four stars, go ahead, do that too. All right, y'all. Until next time, continue to emulate excellence and eliminate excuses.